This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. We're going to turn to my pal, Joe Concha. We're going to actually continue conversation from last night. Joe Concha's media and politics columnist for The Hill. He's a Fox News contributor. He has a very good book out. Come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency. and How to return America to greatness. So, Joe, we ran out of time last night. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, Sarah had the Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders, terrific speech. Stole the show, if you ask me. Stole the show. And um, that's not an easy thing to do. But uh, she had this line in there, and I wanted to explore this, how we need a new generation of Republican leaders. And, Joe, let me just uh, back up contextually. She, The rest of that speech cited Donald Trump's successes, in, including the part where they had the surprise uh, airplane trip, you know, Christmas 2018 to the uh, troops in Iraq. But she also went through taxes and spending and stuff like that. But she had that one line. So I want to know, was that one line? Does that one line mean, yeah, good policies, but we need someone else other than my former boss? Was that what she was saying? Or what was she saying? Let's invent a word here to answer your question, Larry. Absolutely. Uh, because yeah she's not talking i mean you could say no she was talking about mitch mcconnell the senate minority leader no oh she was talking about biden yeah maybe uh she was talking about other people that are in congress that when we like we talked about on your show yesterday you watched that state of the union and the first thought you had is boy a lot of these folks look really old right uh, but I think he was she was talking about her former boss, who she was extremely loyal to, did an excellent job for. But in the end, and, and like we talked about yesterday, but it bears repeating for your radio audience, when I go to conferences, when I go to places where I'm just talking to regular folks and I say, OK, who do you support, Republicans or Democrats? Let's say they say Republicans. I say, OK, I give you a choice between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Who do you choose? Mm-hmm. And a solid majority, say DeSantis, mm-hmm. and the ones that do, they look over their shoulders, right, as if, like, I, I hope nobody is, you know, overhearing this conversation, <laughs> but they'll say, the reason why is, look, I always loved Donald Trump as a president. I think he did an excellent job, particularly on immigration, particularly on the border, particularly on the economy, particularly mm-hmm. on taking on crime and, and, and the like, and particularly the media, right? And the, the bottom line is that they would also say, but... And the but always comes. And the but is, I don't think he can win. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he can bring in suburban women like a Glenn Youngkin did. I don't think he could bring Democrats in like Ron DeSantis did in Miami-Dade and in Palm Beach counties. Mm -hmm. And and, and you, you just go through the list and they just say in the end, I'm a bit fatigued as well. And the way he's going after DeSantis these days by 
I mean, what did he say this week? He implied that Ron DeSantis was a groomer of teenage girls. Mm. Uh, this is the type of stuff that maybe in 2016, you know, Little Hands Marco right. and Lion Ted Cruz and Low Energy Jeb, like those things may have worked then because it was so novel to hear a so-called politician talk like this. Mm. But now I think people are worn out by it, and they're particularly insulted when it comes to DeSantis because they look at Florida and they say, I want the country to look a hell of a lot more like Florida than, say, California under Gavin Newsom. Or New York. I did this whole thing at the top of the show yesterday from the Wall Street Journal editorial, uh, New York versus Florida by the numbers. I mean, it's like Florida has more people, like they've got 3 million more people now in population. But get this, the Florida budget is half of New York's, half with more people. And moreover, (laughs) it just gets better Florida has no taxes, no income taxes. So if you live if you live in New York City, your federal uh no, your state and local tax is uh nearly 15%, Joe, if you live in the city. Yeah. If you live in Miami, you know what your income tax is? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Why do you think these hedge funds are all moving to Miami? <laughs> uh, I think you're familiar with a company called the Citadel. Right? Yes, of course. Good for you. And where were they? I'm just they saying it, it's yeah, right. They were in Chicago. Chicago. And then they went to Miami. Exactly to yeah. your point. Tesla goes from Silicon Valley, California to Texas, to Austin, Texas. Right. Exactly. What's the Atatour, income tax? Chicago. Zero. Oh, it's, it's right. Right. Zero point zero to quote Dean Wormer. So <laughs> yeah. That's why. Privately, I would love to see a a matchup between two governors in DeSantis and Newsom, Mm -hmm. because then the Newsom bumper sticker is, I'll do to America what I did to California, and that's not going to resonate very well. When they look at the homelessness, the tent cities, uh, obviously, the the big problem as far as the exodus of businesses and human capital out of that state or New York out of that state. Illinois is third, by the way, as far as that is concerned. So I've just followed a story on this, as a matter of fact, and this is backed up by everybody from the National Association of Realtors to the IRS to the census to U-Haul, who actually tracks this stuff. Illinois, New York, California, the top three states people are moving out of, the top three states they're moving into, Florida, Texas, South Carolina, Larry. Mm -hmm. So so hang on. So Joe Concha, what what do you say to the Lindsey Graham uh, paradigm. So Lindsay comes out and endorses Trump. Lin- Lindsay says, uh, you can't have Trump policies without Trump. Oh. It's a very interesting thing. I mean, he said that, I don't know, it was last weekend or two, whenever Trump was down there a couple weekends ago. Now, that's the counter. And, and he's come out and supported Trump. By the way, the governor uh, has supported Trump. Governor of South Carolina, I believe his name is McMaster. Um, yeah. You know, so Nikki Haley can run, but she doesn't have the support of her own state. That's going to be a gigantic problem for her. But going back to Lindsey, all right, you know, Lindsey Graham is Lindsey Graham. He's a wonderful guy. He's got a good sense of humor. He's off, He's a friend of mine for 25 years. Uh, he's a bit erratic. But sometimes he comes out with some very pithy things. You can't have Trump policies without Trump. Uh what Sarah uh, Sanders was saying the other night, brilliantly, brilliantly, is, um, yes, we can. Trump did all these things right, 
and she cited him and praised him. She bashed Biden, you know, for uh, being a, a, an untruth teller. How about that? I'll call it politely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she said, we need a new generation of Republican leaders, <laughs> which All was right, very so- clever in a way, if you think about it. But that's the deal. Can you have Trump policies without Trump? I don't know the answer to that. Well, let's go back to Lindsey Graham. If we're going to take Lindsey Graham seriously for his words, he said in 2016 that there is no way that Donald Trump can win a general election. And when he loses, Mm. we all deserve it is exactly what he said. At the beginning, at the very beginning. At the beginning, sure. And then obviously he saw his performance as president and said, "Okay, we can't have uh, Trump without Trump policies, right? Or we can't have uh, what exactly what what, uh, what what he said. So I respectfully disagree because, mm. again, I see the way Florida is run, and there's an awful lot of Trump policies down there that yes. is working, right? Yes. Very yes. pro-business, opened up very early, which, again, the president said that Florida stayed locked down too long. I, I read, went back to read the press accounts. DeSantis was on the first to reopen. So, I got yeah, it. Uh, we can have Trump policies without To without be Trump. continued. Joe Concha of The Hill and Fox News, and his book is Come On, Man, The Truth About Biden's No Good, Horrible Presidency. Thank you, Joe. You're a prince. I appreciate it very much. Folks, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to do some stock market work with David Bonson. I'm Cudlow. Hang around. we got much more cooking. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.